0: good sunday knoxville i am norm this is scruffy city sports this is episode 38 how are you doing i missed your faces i know it's been a week or two since you've heard my voice you know same old same old i'm not even gonna make an excuse for it at this time listen to this beat drop real quick you ready EDM Norm coming in the house this afternoon. What's going on? How's it going? Let's talk some Knoxville sports, Southeastern sports. Let's talk some Braves baseball, some Tennessee Smokies baseball, and the news that is and was at the University of Tennessee of Knoxville. I don't really care about what they're doing out in Nashville, Chattanooga. So we'll we'll just stick with Knoxville. Let's just jump into it. I'm going to fade this down want to fade up some lo-fi beats in the background that will slowly, softly fade in here in just a second. But let's just get to it. Uh, I know it's been mm, you know, maybe maybe three weeks, coming up on three weeks since we talked last. Uh, but let's talk about the Tennessee Smokies. Over the stretch, since around June the 22nd, 21st, the last time we talked, the Smokies have actually been playing some really good baseball. Uh, over that stretch, uh, they have went 9-6. and six. Uh, so that's that's pretty good, consider all things considered. Uh, they had a bad stretch there the week, uh, the last week of June. Uh, they went two and four uh, against the Mississippi Braves. Mississippi Braves were on a tear at that point in time. Uh, then they turned things around with the Rocket City Trash Pandas. The, they came to town uh, and they went five and one against the Trash Pandas. And currently, uh, they are going three and one. They've had two rainouts uh, this week on uh, the tenth. Or I'm sorry, on the Saturday's game, July the 10th, was rained out, so they're playing a doubleheader today. However, that's been delayed, it looks like. Uh, so that, that game has not started, and probably in this podcast, you won't get how it wrapped up. But anyway, uh, ending on starting June the 22nd to July the 9th, the Tennessee Smokies are at all-time best 9-6 and six over that stretch, which is fantastic. Gives them an overall record of 24-32, and 32, which is not great, but... They're only eight games now uh, below 500, which is a lot better than they were before. In uh, the overall standings, they are seven and a half back of the first place uh, Chattanooga Lookout. So depending on how today's games go, if they split, you know, they'll still be seven and a half back. But if they take two games, they'll just be five and a half back, which is, I mean, that's right in the money. They've really turned things around. Uh, and, and speaking of that turn it around performance, about the time that they turned this on, which was... You know, June 29th. Uh, Jared Young was reactivated off the injured list. Let me give you old Jared Young's stats really quickly, since I don't know who he is, so now I'm telling you all who he is. Now he's only had 38 plate appearances, so this is an extremely small sample size. But let me tell you what he's doing. He's scored 12 runs, he's had 17 hits, one homer, nine RBIs, two stolen bases. He's batting four forty-seven. You heard that correctly. Four 47 uh his on base percentage his oscar bravo papa obp is a 512 and his on base is a 1.196 you heard me right 1.196 anytime you're saying that number and you have a one dot in anything in baseball that you're doing pretty good um so that is fantastic Uh, again super small sample size We're, we're just 40 at bats His career minor league stats if you want those numbers uh a, a thousand plate appearances he's got 294 hits 23 home runs 157 rbis 20 stolen bases he's batting 272 an obp that's on base percentage of 331 and his ops is a 734. so overall he's a great hitter and you can really tell the Smokies have got some pop in their bats. Their offense has really picked up over the last several games. Uh, I'll give you some scores this week. Uh, July the sixth against the Lookouts, and this is at Chattanooga. Tuesday night they took a loss three to seven, but then Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday Tennessee all won. Those games were six to one on Wednesday, five to two on Thursday, and twelve to eight on uh, Friday. I'm sorry. So the offense has really picked up. They're doing great things. Very excited to, to you know, be covering the Smokies because they're for a while. They're pretty dreadful. Now, I'm not saying that they're world beaters and they've churned, churned, churned. churned. They've churned some butter. They've turned things around. Uh, but things are looking up for them. Really are. You know, last place, dog days. I understand it. But but things are getting better. Miguel Amea has is still on the injured list since June the 9th. Um, which is concerning because he is one of the Cubs' top prospects. I don't care about the Cubs; care about the Smokies. So that's the reference for that. Also, uh, it looks like Ethan Roberts should be uh, also be heading to Triple A soon from the Smokies. Uh, currently, he is uh, he's got 22 innings pitched, two saves on his two saves for his record. He's got a 1.99 ERA. Uh, and his whip is a 0.838. He is allowing uh, like 0.4 hits per nine. Uh, and he's giving up three base on balls per nine as well. Striking out 12 per nine. Uh, if you like those baseball uh, pitching stats. They're a little awkward to me. I usually don't throw those out there. But, you know, trying a little different thing here today. Uh, let me give you a rundown currently of the standings in the double a South North division, your Chattanooga lookouts. They're not our Chattanooga lookouts, but the Chattanooga lookouts are 32 and 25. They have a one and a half game lead over the Birmingham Barons. That's Michael Jordan's old team. For those of you that are out there, if you know, you know, uh, they are 31 and 27. The rocket city trash pandas are 28 and 30 and your Tennessee smokies are 24 and 32, seven and a half games back. Uh, Over their last 10, uh, the Smokies are 8-2. Like I said, they've been on a tear recently. They've got the best over-10 record uh, out of everybody in the AA South North Division. I love throwing that in there as much as I can. So, brighter future ahead, hopefully, for the Smokies. Maybe they're going to turn things around and and get things going. Now, let me give you some offensive stats and leaders. Darius Hill is still leading the team with a .295 uh, batting average. Christopher Morrell has 33 runs scored. Christopher Morrell is also leading the team with 10 home runs. And Christopher Morrell, shocker here, is also leading the team with runs batted in or RBIs at 35. Connor Myers, unfortunately, is no longer with the team, but he is still leading the team with eight stolen bases. Christopher Morrell has seven, so don't worry. He'll, he'll probably pass him at some point in time there uh, and get Connor off the boards. Love seeing you, Connor. Hate that Jared had to come up and you've moved on, but I am sure a team will pick you up extremely soon. Uh, Word on the Minor League Baseball Twitter wire, which I know all of you are keeping up with, is that they are actually having a player shortage right now. Um, So I'm sure he'll be picked up. If he's not already picked up, if you're wondering, Norm, why don't you tell us if he got picked up or not? Uh, Minor League Baseball news does not happen as fast as Major League Baseball news. So the website that I found that looks like it was made in 1994 uh, is like Cubs Insider something something prospects.com. And it looks like a... 98-year-old grandmother made it. It is horrible to read, horrible to look at, but that's where I'm getting some of my information. So he only updates on Tuesdays and he calls it Transaction Tuesday. So I have to wait till Tuesday before I can get all my information. Anyway, I digress. Alright, let's give me some pitching stats. Scott Efrost still leads the team. Actually, we've got two people. Scott Efrost has three wins, so does Ron Lahore. Lahore? Lahore. Lahore. El Lahore. L A W L O R. I'll leave that in there. Also has three wins. Miguel Rodriguez has four saves, but Miguel got promoted to Triple A, so he's no longer on the team. Can uh, Urquhart. I, I have no idea. It's C A Y N E Urquhart. Like Bob Urquhart has four saves. We're just going to. I'm just rolling with it. Jared Assad is leading, leading the Smokies with a 3.91 ERA cam sanders is leading the team with 60 punch outs and javier Hassad is leading the team with a 1.26 whip which is (laughs) walks plus hits and innings pitched at 1.26 my favorite stacks whip 1.26 that's all we got about the smokies i am going to quickly transition with a new sound to the some ut braves and we're going (laughs) to ut braves good lord We're going to talk about uh, UT baseball ever so briefly, and then we're going to talk about the Atlanta Braves. All right, let's talk about Tony Vitello and the baseball Vols really quickly. Uh, Tony Vitello was named Coach of the Year by two media outlets recently. I always knew that he was Coach of the Year in my heart, but it's always good when someone other than Norm tells you that Tony Vitello was Coach of the Year. So big up still, Coach V. Uh, Norm's secretly kind of working on hoping, uh, throwing out some emails, some feelers to try to interview Tony Vitello. I don't know if it's gonna happen, full disclosure, but if it does happen, I'm going to have a hard time controlling myself, have a small man crush on the man. His hair is beautiful, so is his beard. And I don't know what's going to happen if that was to actually happen. But so if it happens, I'll let you know. I'm trying to say happen as many times as I can there. Uh, A couple other accolades for the baseball team. Uh, Drew Gilbert and uh, Blade Tidwell were both named uh, to the USA collegiate team. If you are in the Raleigh Durham, uh, North Carolina area you can go see them at their training facility and you can also see them at the Durham Bulls uh, stadium as well over the next couple of weeks. Tickets are cheap. Wear some UT stuff and I guarantee you my good buddy Drew Gilbert will come over and say hello to you. You say Norm, why do you say Drew Gilbert like that? Well, you know what? Me and Drew Gilbert are now let me just let let Dominic Toretto tell you I don't have friends I got family me and Drew Gilbert are now family uh if, if you didn't know I I was had the ability the ability I had the ability I had the luxury I had the pleasure let's say I had the pleasure uh to meet the UT baseball team after they had such a wonderful season they did a meet and greet uh a few weeks ago at Lindsay Nelson Stadium I was able to go there with uh, I, I found a poster of Drew Gilbert's walk-off against Wright State. I had the team sign that. It was great fun. I've got lots of pictures, videos. The team was very appreciative. Uh, I was very appreciative of them taking their time. Tony V was not there, so I still need to get him to sign my poster, and I still need to get a picture with him. But I was able to, like I said, uh, Get a picture with the man, the straw that stirs the drink, Drew Gilbert and Jake Rucker, and it really made my day. really did. It was super nice. Those two guys were very humble and very appreciative of all the fans there. I would probably say there was several thousand people there, Uh, I got there early, and by the time I left, the line had wrapped around from the third base dugout all the way out to center field, and it didn't look like an end in sight on a nice, balmy 90-degree day in East Tennessee. So much much love goes to the baseball team. I know that I'm looking forward to next season. Uh, Again, I know we teased it earlier. I'm going to try to maybe do a Scruffy City raffle, get some tickets away, and go down that road, uh, and just moving forward as far as that goes. Uh, there were several other accolades. Uh, Chad Dallas was named a player of the year. Luke Lipsius was also named a player of the year. Uh, Liam Spence was named a player of the year. Uh, these were all NCAA things for them. Congratulations goes to them. Uh, it's it's well-deserved for that team, and I could not be any happier for them that they are getting the love that they deserve from outside of the Knoxville region. Outside of Scruggie City Sports, they are getting... The accolades uh, from from national media members. I would not call myself a media member just yet. Really working on that, so we'll see how that goes. Um, but anyway, let's go ahead and kind of get to the bad news now. Let's talk about. I've got some more new sounds. So, hold on here. Let me. Norm is going to take that back. But let's do this really quickly. I don't know how how as to say this about Ronald Acuna. I if you've not kept up with the Braves, one. What are you doing? Two, I can fully understand because they're not playing their base baseball at the moment, but O-R-J-A, my good buddy, Ronald Acuna, Acuna however you want to say it, if you know, you know on that one, uh, yesterday playing the old and fish hurt his knee. He, I, I was hoping yesterday when I saw it that he just had hyperextended his knee, but unfortunately he tore his ACL, and it is devastating. I mean, I don't have the words to say what Ronald Acuna means to this team. Um, I, I feel like if I just read you his stats, maybe you could get it from that. So let's do this, and you tell me how big of a loss it's going to be. Uh, I'm going to give you the lead, what he's leading the team in. He's leading the team in batting average with a 283. He's leading the teams in runs scored at 72. He's leading the team in home runs at 24. And he's leading the team with stolen bases in 17 pretty that's quite a lot of offense but that's not it let me give you some other stats for Ronnie he is second in major league baseball in war that is wins above replacement if you are unfamiliar with that term war means that if you were you that's how many wins you are allowing your team and he's got four at the halfway we're a little over halfway but we'll say halfway point in the season so he's on track for maybe eight to ten war season which is saying that if you took Ronnie out of the game you're essentially forfeiting eight to ten wins. So he's he's guaranteeing you, your team almost explained that well enough to where that you now know what that is. Um, he is third in Major League Baseball in home runs. He is tied for first with 17 – 17. He's tied for first in set with 72 runs scored. He's tied for third with 17 stolen bases. He's tied for fourth with an OBP, which is on-base percentage, at 394. He's tied for second – and this is the league this is not just in the national league this is all 30 teams second in slugging with a .596 he's tied for second in wrc plus with a 161 he's in the top 10 in batting average he's number two in ops and he's tied for fifth with walks so ronald acuna means a lot to this team i mean an absolute lot it's going to be a huge 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 uh, shoes to fill for him i don't personally think it's going to be possible. I I don't know how the Braves are going to recover from this. Um, I don't know what they're going to do at the trade deadline to try to fix this, if they do anything at all. We've been told several times by Liberty Media that they're out of money. And Alex Anthopoulos has a pretty big track record of not trading away top prospects. So I don't know if this means we're going to see Christian Pache come back up to the lineup because currently we our outfield is atrocious I mean there's no nice way of saying that they called up Johan Camargo who's who's, who's never done well in the major leagues he had one good year uh, in 2018 before that we signed Josh Donaldson and that's the outlier of his career he's never been able to replicate that again so I don't know what that means uh, I've seen some rumors that Aaron they're they're in the mix with an Aaron Judd trade I, I think that's stupid personally I, I don't see Aaron judge coming to Atlanta I don't know what we'd have to give away to get Aaron Judge I'm not saying he's not a good player but what I am saying is the guy's hurt more times than he's actually on the field so I, I don't I mean granted I'd love to have his bat but I just don't see that happening I don't see that as a trade piece that's going to work out uh, I mean I'm not saying it doesn't but whatever I've seen Joey Gallo I think that's more realistic uh, the, the uh, Rangers and Braves have a little history with that so I don't know um, I know I'm kind of all over the place talking about Ronnie and filling that in, and I apologize. But but it, it's hard to say what they're going to do because prior to this, and I had notes for everything going into this, that that the Braves once they come back from the All-Star break have got an extremely tough schedule. They have a series. They have series with the Rays, Padres, Phillies, five games with the Mets and the Brewers, coming off the All-Star break when the All-Star breaks next week. So they're off Monday to Thursday, and then they kick it off with, you know, the Phillies, Padres, Phillies, Mets. I'm sorry, the Rays, Padres, Phillies, Mets, and Brewers and don't have another off game until August the 2nd. So at the end of July, and the trade deadline is the 30th, by the end of then, we're going to know if the Braves are going to be buyers or sellers. And and and, and I don't want to say that Ronald was our whole offense, but really and truly over the last seven ga- of several games, it's only been Ronnie... Ozzie and Freddie that have been doing any anything offensively. Dansby's had a good series, but he's like a roller coaster up and down. And we can't rely on these bench bats to do things like Adrianza, uh, Heredia, and all those guys. They, they're just bench pieces. They're not your everyday starters. So who knows what they're going to do going forward with the outfield. I don't see Alex Anthopoulos making a big big trade. I I really don't. He doesn't have the track record. I don't think he's going to trade away prospects. I don't think Drew Waters is going to get traded away. I don't think Christian Pache is going to get traded away. I just don't see that happening. Now, will we see Drew Waters come up? We saw Christian Pache at the beginning of the year come up, and he just his defense is spectacular. It's just his offense. He's just not, you know, having last year missed uh, and only playing games at the alternative side, I think, really set him back as far as pitch hitting goes. So we'll, we'll just have to wait and see what they do. Unfortunately, I'm not a GM, and I can't tell them what to do. What I would do is is trade some pieces. get You know, maybe not your Drew Watterson guys, but maybe a Shea Langoliers who maybe come up and replace uh, Dansby Swanson. Maybe you put Dansby on the trade block. Maybe you put some of those dudes in the bullpen that look awful. I don't know what you do. But it, 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 and, and what stinks is we're only four and a half games back from the Mets. So... I, I, it's it's a darned-if-you-do, darned-if-you-don't situation as to how this is going to play out for the Braves. And I just don't have the answer for that. Um, I, I think we'll know in the next, like I said, over those five series, what the Braves are going to do. Because realistically, you know, they're playing their 89th game today. I believe they're 89th. Yeah, their 89th game or 86th game. 44 and 44, Norm is 88. So it's their 89th game. I'm sorry, Matt's hard today. Uh, their 89th game, so we're a little, you know, over halfway and they're just a 500 club they are going for the sweep this afternoon of the marlins i guarantee you they probably will not win that the last time they swept a team you got to go all the way back to the beginning of may star wars day may the fourth when they swept the nationals this team is just they're not consistent they're consistently inconsistent and it's very frustrating Uh, it's frustrating for all of us that had really high hopes that the braves were going to go in and try to win their fourth uh national league east title i knew coming into this season that the bullpen was going to be a crutch for them that it was was a crutch no i guess you lean on a crutch so it wouldn't be a crutch a crutch that the bullpen was not going to be as good as it has been the past several years uh will smith just looks like garbage uh yesterday he almost blew a three-run lead in the ninth inning and if the marlins ballpark was two feet shorter he would have lost that game Uh, He also this week got credit for a blown save and a win. I think baseball is stupid for giving you credit for both of those. If you blow a save, you should not still be able to get a win, in my opinion. I I just don't see how that happens. Will Smith, for whatever reason, Alex Anthopolis signed him to big money uh, at the end of 2019, going into the 2020 season, and he's just not looked good. He's too up and down. He's an old reliever. I I, want to get rid of him, and we've got two more years left on his contract, so I'm, I'm not excited about that. Ender is making nine million dollars a year this year, and he is a defensive replacement that comes in in like the eighth or ninth inning. Uh, he he's had a couple of hot streaks with the bat, and by hot streaks I mean like two games. uh He he could be traded away. Shane Green has looked awful since he started. I understand he didn't have a spring training wrap up, but his ERA the last time I checked was north of ten. It's like fourteen. Uh, that's garbage the bullpen's bad I think a lot of the problems we're having with the bullpen is MLB's sticky substance uh, policy that they've come up with I think Tyler Matzik uh, while I'm not saying he was using some type of foreign subject substance I think the writing's on the wall that a lot of our guys in that bullpen were using something other than sunscreen and rosin to get some grip on the ball now I don't know if long-term what major league baseball is going to do i've heard rumor that they're going to switch to like the uh, japanese style of baseball which is a tackier baseball has a tackier feel uh and see if rawlings can make something along those lines but again i I just think it's stupid on mlb's part that mid-season they decided to change this rule if if you don't think that major league pitchers are using something just go like i said a week or two ago go to baseball savant and look at the spin rates i'm not telling you the pitchers are using spider tack which which gets them that spin right on the ball the rosin and sunscreen trick doesn't do that that just gives them a tackier feel for it so go educate yourself go look at that again this is not the hitters that are really complaining about that unless you're josh donaldson uh i think the hitters want it i think they they don't mind the sunscreen rosin i think they mind the spider tack so anyway mlb get it together please I've been all over on this podcast, and I apologize. I really have. Uh, The Braves are a 500 team. They've been a 500 team since my last podcast. They couldn't put together a string of more than three wins if their lives depended on it. And, well, guess what? They need to do it for Ronald now. Uh, This team, I just don't know. He's got big shoes to fill. I railed you off the numbers. I don't think they're going to be able to replace Ronnie. I think even if Ronnie went on another tear or two toward the end of the season, it would have been a hard – Thing for them to make the playoffs, even though the numbers are in our favor. Uh, I mean, currently we're sitting four games behind the Mets, second place. The Nationals were on a tear. Now they're they've cooled off a lot. Philly is Philly. They are always a 500 team and have been for the last decade. So I, I can't say anything about that. Our starting pitching is really what's keeping the Braves alive right now. So I don't see them going for a starting pitcher. Uh, at the trade deadline. Charlie Morton has been fantastic as of late. Drew Smiley's been fantastic as of late. Um, We've got Kyle Kyle Moeller, who has come up and looked really good. Max Fried has looked really good. Uh, Ian Anderson has looked good as well. So again, our starting pitching, and let me me give you some stats here. Our starting pitching, all right, the Braves rotation has posted a 3.49 ERA over their last 21 games. So, like I said, they really are keeping us in this series, uh, season. It's our offense that's not. And I understand that Travis Darno's hurt. I understand that Marcelo Zuna is, is Marcelo Zuna on the ten day. Um, not going to. We'll talk about Marcelo in a second. He's gone. You've now got Ronnie that's gone. Yeah, Mike Soroka's gone. I understand there's some big pieces and big names there that are gone and hurt for the season, but. I just don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm just – I heard it the other day on the Braves bo- broadcast that we're just along for this roller coaster ride, good, bad, or indifferent. And I think that's really how we have to look at this season. Uh, I'm not calling it a total wash yet. Maybe, you know, as bad as this sounds, Ronnie getting hurt will rally the troops uh, and they will start playing for him and doing something like that. But it's hard. It's going to be hard. I mean, I really think he was the number one fun haver, him and Ozzy. And I just don't know who's going to replace that. Frederick is no fun freddie like i've said it numerous times so i don't know what he's gonna do but we shall see everyone we shall see um i know that this has been a short podcast i know that i have rambled on my platform that i love to do so on and i apologize not really but i apologize for that i just don't know really what else to say I, i'm sad that ronnie's gone for the next year i'm sad that the braves are not doing good but we'll get there. We're going to make it guys. Also uh, news and notes for Scruffy City Sports. Let's do, let's end on a happy note. News and notes. Working on a website, working on scruffycitysports.com. Don't know what that page is going to be like, but we're looking at it or I'm looking at it. They're not looking at it. I'm looking at it. Uh, getting that set up probably will just be like a landing type page that you can go to and then a will link Spotify or something like that. Working on that also working on a guest not garrett if you were thinking of that new guest uh for the upcoming weeks or so we're trying we're we're working on the logistics of that of how to get together and do things like that but you will hear a new guest and that podcast that they're going to be on will be more of a it will be sports topics but it'll be more on the pop culture rambling so if you like those type podcasts that's what that will end up being Uh, And that's it for me today, guys. This has been episode 38. This has been the RJA Appreciation uh, Pod is what I'm going to call it. We will miss him dearly, but I will keep you up to date with the latest news and notes. I am not talking about UT baseball or (laughs) UT baseball, UT football anytime soon. That's all Knoxville's talking about. Until they play their first game, we are not going to cover it. Until then, I don't care who they sign recruiting-wise, what deal they signed. Who's, who's, whatever. We're not going to do it until the first snap is coming within a few days. All right, everybody. For Norm. For Scra- I am Norm. For Scruffy City Sports, this is Norm signing out. I will see you guys later.